Hi friends and welcome to Live Life Well, the podcast. Our mission is to empower millennials to thrive and not just survive so that they can live a life full of purpose, joy and delight. My name is Amy and I'll be sharing the life-giving practices and lessons I've learned on this journey of failing forward. We'll be talking about how to balance your career, business and passions while maintaining your physical, mental and spiritual health. I'm dedicated to sharing from a place of authenticity and I'm going to give you VIP access to my conversations with wise mentors and guests. My hope is that by the end of each of these episodes, you'll have something you can apply to your life so that you can live it well. I hope this also just feels like we're sitting across from each other in a cafe over a nice cup of coffee or your favorite beverage and having a chat like old friends. Thanks for stopping by and let's get started. Hello and welcome to episode three of Live Life Well, the podcast. If we haven't met before, my name is Amy and I work as an employment lawyer in my day job, but have many other hats as well as being an entrepreneur and now a podcast host. And I'm based in Melbourne, Australia. And yeah, I am very keen to finally get into this topic of the six dimensions of wellness on this particular episode. But firstly, before we get into that, I just wanted to give a few shout outs because we have had some really great feedback since we started the podcast two weeks ago and we should give credit and honour where it is due. So firstly, to the person who left an amazingly kind comment on Apple Podcasts, Guangas, who actually is my friend Guang. So thank you, Guang. He says, go Amy, has rated it five stars. And he says, love Amy's open-hearted approach to sharing her learnings for the millennial generation, looking forward to a journey of insights and thoughtful ideas. Thank you, Guang. So if you haven't had a chance to listen to episode one or two, I would strongly encourage you to listen to those first before venturing into this episode. Episode one is really understanding the heart behind why we started this podcast. Episode two is about the origin story and understanding the context in which I'm coming to this podcast as your host. And now, finally, to the six dimensions of wellness, that is the basis and really the framework in which we're going to be going forward in this episode, um, in this podcast from here on in, really. So if you're joining us from LinkedIn, I do apologize because I think I initially said in my LinkedIn post about this that it was six dimensions of health but really it should be six dimensions of wellness. So apologies, but most of you guessed at least a few of them. So I'm just going to go through a bit of the background and then explore each of them in turn um, as a really broad brush overview. And then in the following episodes, we will kind of center in on each of these different dimensions and delve a little bit deeper. 
So the six dimensions of wellness is actually a model that was developed by Dr. Bill Hedler, who is the co-founder of the National Wellness Institute. And this interdependent model uh, provides the categories from which his particular organization derives its resources and services. So this kind of model for understanding wellness has actually been around since probably 1976, but I personally hadn't really heard about it until September last year, where if you had listened to episode one or two, I mentioned that I had an infection and um, which kind of left me really needing to reevaluate how I did my life and how I was really running myself into the ground and pretty much on the verge of burning out at the very young age of 29. So <laughs> I yeah, made some changes and it was, like I said, a result of having heard about the six dimensions of wellness um, by... It was actually mentioned by Ruth Limkin, who is from the Banyards Institute. And she was a speaker at this event. And I won't go into that because I kind of said that already in episode two. But yeah, it really forced me to think about how am I doing in all these different dimensions of wellness and how can I improve I guess, so that I don't fall apart, so that I don't burn out, but can continue to burn bright and do all the things that I feel I've been called to do on this earth. So let's start at the beginning. And the most obvious one that a lot of people on LinkedIn actually said was physical wellness. This is probably the easiest one to pick up on because it's very obvious in the sense of visually we can um, see the difference in a person when they are looking after their physical health. Um, this is about learning about dieting, well, not dieting, but eating well and nutrition, and then discouraging things that would actually uh, have a negative impact on our health, such as um, tobacco, drugs, and excessive alcohol consumption. So optimal wellness is met through a combination of good exercise and eating habits. And I would also just say uh, sleep as well is really important. Just as a full disclaimer on this, I have had actually recorded episode three yesterday and um, I listened to it this morning and realized how horrible it sounded because I was rushing through I was not speaking clearly. I was obviously moving in and out from the microphone. So the sound quality was horrible, even though I'd purchased a new microphone to, um, to record the episode. And so I was writing this morning in my journal and worked out that part of it was because I hadn't been sleeping well this whole week. And, um, yeah, that uh, is a huge example of why looking after your physical health actually does impact all areas of your life. So we're really going to delve a little bit into uh, the physical wellness dimension um, as a starting point. And I'm hoping that I can get my trainer um, to interview her on this um, particular topic because she's been pivotal and instrumental in helping me get myself back on track from a physical perspective. 
Secondly, the second dimension that we're going to talk about is social uh, wellness, which is very interesting, I think, because sometimes we neglect this part. I know for me that sometimes as a driven type of person, I can neglect my relationships, my significant relationships, such as friendships or even with my family or my husband. So the social dimension of our wellness um, diagram or model is emphasized about em emphasizes the interdependence between ourselves and other people or nature. So in order to look after our social wellness, then it is thinking about those, the concepts of having it um, or being better at contributing to common welfare in our community than only thinking about ourselves. And uh, social wellness also brings harmony to our relationships and our environment so that there's, you know, less conflict in, in that space as well. So, yeah, we'll talk about that particular dimension after talking about physical um, wellness. And then I'm not really sure about the order in terms of how we'll talk about the next few, but um, the next one kind of that we'll give an overview of today is intellectual wellness. So... Intellectual wellness is about recognizing one's creative, stimulating mental activities. So a well person, someone who is looking after the intellectual wellness is someone who expands his or her knowledge and skills while discovering the potential for using your gifts and your skills with others. So for me, uh, this has played out in various aspects. I think that from an intellectual perspective, I needed something outside of the law when I was first, um, you know, probably in my first year of the law, I recognised that as much as I enjoyed working as a lawyer, I needed something outside to spark my creativity. And so I went looking for modern calligraphy or uh, modern calligraphy found me, you could say. And travelling, you know, down this path of learning and exercising my creativity actually helped me become, I think, a better lawyer because I was satisfying my intellectual wellness in another way outside of my day job. So this is kind of, this will be a very interesting topic, I think, that we can um, continue to explore in the coming weeks. And, um, you know, just a few points, I guess, about intellectual wellness before you move on. It's understanding that it's better to stretch and challenge our minds with intellectual and creative pursuits than become, you know, dormant and unproductive. And it's better to identify problems, uh, potential problems, and then choose appropriate ways of addressing those problems rather than waiting and worrying and creating negative feedback loops, I guess, in our heads um, when, you know, we can't solve a problem, basically. So that is intellectual wellness. And then we've got occupational wellness, which kind of leads us back into um, vocation and work. So this is about satisfaction and enrichment through the work that you do. 
So at the center of occupational wellness is the premise that occupational development is related to one's attitude about one's work. Traveling a path through your occupational wellness means that you'll contribute your unique gifts and skills and talents to work that is both personally meaningful and rewarding. So this is thinking about how we choose our careers and choose the things that we put our hands to and that there should be some kind of congruence between the work that we do and the values that we hold. Because at least from my own personal experience, I know that even if I have a lovely, you know, good working relationship with my colleagues, but there's just something in the work that I do that isn't really aligned with my values or, you know, what I feel um, I can best contribute to the world, then it makes this particular dimension of my wellness uh, decreased, I guess. <laughs> so it's better to develop functional and transferable skills that can then help you kind of move to that space that you are in that will basically bring congruence. I think I've said that word already. Bring congruence to your, um, your work and your values. Hope that makes sense, but we'll go into that a little bit further down the track. So let's keep going. Emotional wellness. So I think a lot of people guessed this on LinkedIn that um, this was one of the dimensions that formed part of this model. So emotional wellness, I think, is pretty straightforward because we all have emotions and we recognize that when we don't look after our emotions or if we've been around negative people a lot, that this can create stress. It can create pressure on ourselves um, unnecessarily. And then that obviously impacts other areas, um, say your physical wellness and your social wellness. So if you're emotionally feeling you know, very stressed out, then you'll probably not want to hang out with people. Or if you're feeling, you know, a lot of um, anxiety from, um, you know, your your work. So in terms of like occupational wellness, then again, like that will that, that could impact your work for one, and it can impact your relationships, so the social dynamics, and um, you can also, if you're, you know, feeling very emotional, you could be stress eating. So then that impacts your physical wellness as well. So um, fo focusing or understanding that you need to look after your emotional well-being is important um, because it does have such a huge role to play. So this is, um, you know, your feelings, your thoughts, your behaviours and um, understanding and appreciating um, the support and assistance that you need from others as well. So I think as human beings, we need to recognise that our emotions should not just be contained within us, but that in sharing our emotions, we get an opportunity to allow the, the people around us to help us deal with those emotions as well. And obviously there's, um, you know, there's so many caveats that can be put into that and, and disclaimers as well, I guess, because if you're sharing your emotions with a very negative person, then you're probably going to get a lot of negative feedback coming back. So, you know, we'll, we'll go into those, um, um, you know, little bits and pieces 
as we go along, but that's just again a quick overview. So we've done physical wellness, we've talked about social wellness, intellectual wellness, emotional and occupational wellness. And the final one that actually a lot of people on LinkedIn did um, mention was spiritual wellness. Now, spiritual wellness is something that a lot of people may raise their eyebrows at and think, oh, why do we need to be talking about this? This seems like it's very left of field. But hey, this is the model that we're working with. So stay with me. So the spiritual dimension to our wellness is about recognizing our search for meaning and purpose in human existence. So I'm sure whether you say you're a spiritual person or not, or if you say you're an atheist or an agnostic, there will come a time in your life where you will ask the question, what is the meaning of life or what is the purpose of human existence? So recognizing uh, the need for spiritual wellness is important because it helps us develop an appreciation for the depths and expansiveness of life and kind of the forces around us that we can't control. So I have heard um, numerous kind of stories of how even medical doctors, so people who are scientifically trained and very logical probably in their approach to things have come across cases where they just can't explain why someone has miraculously been healed of a disease or sickness that they had. Um, and conversely, the other way, I guess, that, you know, someone who's completely healthy has, you know, died all of a sudden, those kind of things. So there's definitely aspects of our human existence that we can't fully explain. And even I've heard an interview that Oprah had with a whole bunch of different people talking about the power of prayer and how that, um, has had like sign, not scientific, but people have measured the results and of, of prayer and how, what that does for a person physically. So that will be really interesting, I think, to talk about. And, um, it's, you know, obviously better to come to this place of discussion around spiritual wellness, um, with, open eyes, I guess, and open hearts and open ears, because um, it's also important, I think, to recognize that not all of us will come in with the same views. It sounds really like straightforward, but often we think that people think the same way that we think. And when we think like that, then it means that we become less tolerant, I guess, of different views. And it's important to recognize that um, we're here not to push our views on other people, but to enter a discussion about these things. Because I think that particularly when, say you've grown up with a particular mindset or view, it may be difficult to change straight away and you have to go on a journey yourself to understanding and growing and learning. So I think we should have that same kind of attitude to each for each other as well. So that sometimes if you've come to one particular revelation and then you just want to share, you know, that revelation with someone else, but they may not have gone through all the different steps that you went to, to get to that revelation. So I think it's just about recognizing that we're all on a journey and just to respect each other when we're talking about these kind of more 
unconventional topics such as spirituality and um, the spiritual wellness. And as you've probably heard in episode two, I will be bringing my, um, my views on that particular topic. And that is the context that I will be speaking from. So that is all of those dimensions. So if you had been guessing on LinkedIn, um, let me know, you know, how many you got and, I would love to hear what you're most excited about to hear more of. So whether it's the physical, social, intellectual, occupational, emotional, or spiritual wellness. So you can communicate that to me either via our reviews on Apple Podcasts and also you can visit my LinkedIn page as well. Um, I will put that in the show notes. And if you're interested in looking at this particular model and there is a particular article that I can put in the show notes as well, that will just give you a little bit more detail. It is still very much an overview. And as we go into the different episodes, we'll kind of discuss these a little bit further. And that is it. So hopefully that uh, whets your appetite for what's coming up ahead. If you've enjoyed this episode or other episodes, I would love it if you could say, take a screenshot of you listening to the podcast and then share it on Instagram to help spread the word. And uh, you can tag us in those posts as well, which is our handle is at live life well underscore the podcast. And I don't know, you obviously can't see this because <laughs> this is on a podcast, but I'm actually recording this as well on Zoom. And hopefully, if all goes to plan at some point, we'll turn this into a little YouTube channel so that you can see the behind the scenes of how I record this and how my hair is very messy and I do not have any makeup on, but we are still able to do this and continue to empower millennials to thrive and not just survive, but so that they can live a life full of purpose, joy, and delight, which is our mission. And I'm so glad that you could join us in this mission. And I hope that you've taken at least something small that you can uh, think about, I guess, as we prepare for the next couple of episodes. And that is it. I will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for joining us and have a great day. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. It was my joy and delight to bring it to you. And I do hope that you are excited as I am about this journey of discovering what it means to live life well. I would love to hear your feedback on the episode and what you're looking forward to. So please leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you are listening to this podcast. I would also love to extend an invitation to join our Instagram community where you can get some behind the scenes of how we record this podcast, have further opportunities to engage in the content we share and also meet like-minded individuals on their quest to live life well. You can find and follow us on Instagram with the handle livelifewell_the_podcast, underscore the podcast 
and you can find what's happening with my small business over on Instagram as well with the handle art.by.ames. Thanks again for joining and see you in the next episode.